It's your boy Mighty Joe. Welcome to another episode of the Patch Bay. And on today's episode, I have a real exciting guest for you. So let's go ahead and get it started. All right, without any further ado, Coach Jerris Demagas. He's the freshman head coach and JV assistant coach for Foothill High School. And he's also in charge of the top performance basketball program based in the Tri-Valley area for San Ramon, Pleasanton, Livermore, and Dublin. Welcome to the show, Coach. Hey, Joe. How's it going, man? Happy to be here. Not too bad, considering. How's your day going so far? Just trying to stay busy through this lockdown, you know, trying to, you know, keep expanding, keep improving. Yeah, no, it's definitely been hectic, but but I've been I've been seeing, you know, the the amazing things that you're doing. Uh, try to keep all the kids involved. And, you know, I know the, the, the presence that you already have within the community. So I'm really excited to bring you on the show today. All right. So how did you actually become the head coach for the freshman team of Foothill High School? So funny story. I was actually interviewing for jobs in EBAL. Um, I just wanted to expand my coaching expertise yeah. for sure. And I got a, I actually was originally hired by San Ramon Valley High School. And then I heard that there was a, an opening at Foothill. So I went to go interview for them as well. Mm. Um, and uh, so I talked to Coach Wallace, who's the varsity coach. And, you know, there's just a really good rapport there. And there's something about, you know, being back at your one, one of the schools that you attended that brings back a sense of nostalgia. Sure. Right. And so for sure, it was just something about like, you know, being back in my hometown that, you know, I felt like Foothill was the right yeah. fit for me. Oh, it's, it's interesting how, you know, sometimes things come back around full circle. And that's, that's pretty dope. How long have you actually been the head coach over at Foothill? Uh, so I just finished my third year. So fall... 2020 will be my fourth year and it's been an amazing experience each year has its own set of challenges and mm-hmm. triumphs gotcha um, it's, it's awesome it's awesome i love it i know you're also the the assistant coach for the jv squad do you are you still able to kind of be the same or do you kind of need to fall back a little bit and play a different position of course no, definitely. I have to play a different position. And I, I just want to help out uh, with the Foothill program and make them as successful as possible. Sure. Um, and Coach Tommy, the JV coach, is an awesome coach. And mm-hmm. um, and I, I really just like being at the JV level as right. an assistant coach and helping out in whatever yeah. um, fashion. Sure. And just kind of seeing the kids that I had last year taking it up a level this year and making sure that, you know, they don't forget things that they learned when they were being coached by me as well. Right. It's, it's a different type of coaching. It's more, you know, you sit back, you can have more player-to-player conversations instead of talking to the entire team. Right. Um, but they're both, they're both awesome, in my opinion. I, I enjoy both positions. Uh, do, do you ever find yourself um, bumping heads with maybe some of the philosophies of the JV coach? Or do you just say, nah, I kind of know my position and, you know, I'm, I'm just here to back up? Yeah, I mean, coaching is definitely subjective. Every coach has a unique uh, philosophy that sure. won't entirely fit with another coach's, but it's his team. And I definitely support and respect every decision that he makes and his philosophy that he has, even if it may not be my own. So far, what's been your biggest challenge as a coach? Biggest challenge as a coach uh, would probably be that 
to the understanding that each player is going through their own experience mm-hmm. and you can't tailor make any development series or any session any workout that is going to completely fit each player and it's just understanding each player that they you know have their own set of struggles and right. their own set of challenges that they that they are facing as well gotcha. and to just be there for them and be that player coach and to be understanding that you know it's more than basketball sure and sometimes it's hard to you know get out of that because we all want to win mm-hmm. we all want to see a player make their team but you know it's more than that we can't uh, lose the player's confidence or their development uh, during, during the process. Gotcha. So I know that you're dealing with a lot of emotions, not just right. from a player's standpoint, but we read these crazy stories all the time on how parents are always kind of, you know, crossing the line and they're getting in coaches' faces and, and really mm-hmm. interrupting what the coach is trying to do. How do you, what are the relationships like that you have with the parents? And how do you go about it when the parents don't agree with what you're doing? Yeah, so that's uh, that's a great question. Um, so I, I try to set the expectations, set the table from the very start that it's a definitely more of a player coach process and that parents should be supporting mm-hmm. um, and just making sure that, you know, the players are well-equipped and ready to work out, ready for their game, mm-hmm. ready for their practice, whatever. Um, but yeah, there's a lot that goes on behind the scenes um, between player and coach that, you know, parents, fans don't really see. Sure. Um, that we, we may see little things in a practice um, where a player knows exactly where to be on a certain play, mm-hmm. uh, that a player is consistently rebounding. And that may not be something that a, a fan or a parent is prioritizing in sure. their head, but it is something that we know that's going to help our team win. Um, and, you know, there's a, it's just a difference of philosophy sometimes. But within my own program, I try to, you know, set expectations that this is on the player and we want the player to become a young adult and a strong young adult. Yeah. So therefore, we got to, you know, facilitate whatever they need and support whatever they need and understand that it's their process not my process as a coach or not your process as a parent right right yeah i mean at the end of the day they're they're the ones who are going out and playing the game you know we're we're just trying to back them up and you know hopefully point them in in the right direction um what would you say your 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 coaching philosophy is like as far as do you focus more on defense are you an offensive minded coach um i know we kind of we talked a little bit earlier about it but yeah i would love to know what your you know do you follow the triangle you know like what i mean i think basketball is evolving right now and for me as a as a coach i want to emphasize defense and rebounding there's something about like just watching the team get consistent stops over and over and over again that for me is fun to watch uh, and, it, and defense leads into other areas like fast breaking and being able to push the ball and um, I know kids have fun fast breaking and you know doing these three on twos and these two on ones but that doesn't happen without defense um, but yeah but definitely on the offensive end I think it's turning more into a, a space a spacing type of game whereas yeah, uh, before there's a lot of the triangle offense worked before because um, you know they would pack the paints and it would lead to a lot of back doors and post up offense um, but offenses nowadays are based around movement and uh, freedom of movement and shooting and uh, and ball movement as well so I try to emphasize that too yeah awesome man 
definitely seems to be working out pretty well for you. So I, I appreciate that answer 100%. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we talked about a little bit about, you know, making good people and all that good stuff. Top performance slogan is expect more, do more, be more. Mm-hmm. How did you come up with that slogan? Um, you know, I was actually just, I was thinking I was, uh, it was, it was something that I always said to the players from day one. Mm-hmm. And when I thought about it, I was like, that's kind of the formula for success right there. Mm-hmm. Expect more of yourself, expect, the expect, uh, your potential to be as high as you want it to be. Do more as far as take action mm-hmm. on a day-to-day basis and having the right work ethic and discipline. And in that sense, it leads to you being more and being whatever you want to be. I love um, and just kind of, you know, saying that to the players, they're at the age where, you know, anything is possible. Yeah. If they just set their mind to it. That's yeah. it. It's, it's definitely all, all, all a, a mindset. If you have the right mindset, you can accomplish anything yep. you want. You know, it's, it's like, you know, especially with what's going on now. Of course, we could be all negative and anything that comes out of our mouth can be negative right now. But even if I'm going against the 95 Bulls with MJ on it, I still have to have the mentality that I'm going to win because why am I going to want to get out of bed if I think I'm just going to lose anyway? And, exactly, and, and I definitely agree with that with that um, that slogan, and and I appreciate that very much. So yeah, for sure, man. So hey, speaking on that though, yeah. the, there's a the documentary's coming out on, on Sunday on the Bulls. Yeah, that's gonna be exciting. Yeah, to no, watch for sure. Do, do you have the NBA League Pass by any chance? Yeah, I do. So yep. you saw the amazing classic games that they put on there. I was yeah, man. I, I was yeah, watching awesome. the old dunk competitions with my daughter. I I saw. Um, I saw Ewing's rookie season. Yep. But yep. Uh, but yeah, man. So if anybody got the league pass, make sure you check out that that classic uh, classic content because it's definitely worth worth checking out. And and I'm really excited about Sunday to, to check out the MJ. Yeah, me too. MJ too. It's gonna be a good one. Um, so I know we were we were talking about. Uh, and we actually are talking about adding a girls team to the program as well yep. but it's just been a little difficult to find enough interest to be able to fill the roster why do you think it's such a challenge to find enough girls that want to play yeah i think uh, for one that they that there are some solid high school girls programs out there so i think it would be mm-hmm. you know gaining the interest of you know younger girls that would be interested in learning more about basketball um as far as that goes i've been wanting to have uh, a girls program for a very long time i think that girls playing basketball in the future and that they're only going to progress in this sport uh, completely and so i'm I'm excited about that to see where we go with that but it's it's definitely something where you know one girl can't come into a program at a time and we just got to bring them in as groups and it'll it'll snowball from then on right that's that's really cool so that actually leads me into my next question i remember one time at practice uh we had one of our players right he had i believe he broke his leg and it was either in school, I think it was in school, in the playground in school. Yep. And you had huddled everybody up and you said, hey, you know, we can't be playing outside of this program because then when it comes down time for what we work hard on, 
now we're going to be missing our best players. But when I was growing up, hitting the playground was where I learned all my skills pretty much, you know, going against the older right. guys and all that good stuff. So do you do you really feel that they shouldn't be playing basketball outside of the program? Or, you know, what, what's your, your take on that as a, as a whole? No, not at all. I, I um, actually played a lot of pickup basketball as well against adults when I was younger, and that was where I learned a bunch of my stuff too, um, in pickup games and runs at the park and stuff like that. My issue that I had, and they're, they're eighth graders, so they're going into ninth grade next year, is that they were playing basketball with kids that weren't as serious at basketball as they are. They, they were just not as serious about it. Um, and so my issue was you're playing with players that don't have the same aspirations as you. Uh, and so it's it's fine. It's one thing to be playing up and be playing against tough competition. Sure. So you're at a park or whatever. Sure. And then it's another thing to just be Messing trying around. to impress your friends. Right. When you could be impressing them when you're wearing a jersey and you're on the court next year. Awesome. Well, I really appreciate you clarifying that, man. That's 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 awesome. I definitely I, I dig it and it makes total sense now. Very cool. Um, So the philosophy of top performance, a big part of the philosophy is about, you know, helping them transform their skills from the basketball court today to become leaders in our communities tomorrow. Why do you think sports is such a great situation that creates amazing leaders for our communities and, you know, just everything that's going on around us in the world? Yeah, for sure. I mean, number one is the lifestyle of being a student athlete and, you know, getting great grades in school and then afterwards going to intense practice where you go at it and you physically exhaust yourself uh, for a higher purpose. Yeah. Um, and just that schedule that it takes to be a student athlete is ridiculous and not many people can do it. And it leads to being able to balance priorities and handling pressure. Sure. Uh, as, as far as being in, in the work at the workplace sure. uh, and yeah it just it, and then there's a sense of confidence mm. that comes with uh, putting in the work and Thanks. getting to where you want to be that you just are really really confident in securing yourself and that's our biggest thing is that it goes uh, further than basketball yeah yeah without, yeah, without question, man. Without question, I think I think sports is great for camaraderie, and mm-hmm. and like you said, the key is is confidence. You know, if they if if they find themselves getting getting better every time that they hit the court, that's just gonna give them more confidence to be able to try and do anything because they'll see that hard work really pays off. You know, definitely, and, and that's that's super dope. So, 100%, so, yep. so yeah, man, wanna get into a little bit and. We're, we're definitely coming down to the, the the final levels of the interview, but I really, really appreciate all the time that you've been giving us today. And, you know, I've, sure, I've enjoyed the interview thus far. I hope you have the same. Me too. Yeah. Right on, right yeah, it's on, been man. awesome. So I was checking something out yesterday. Um, I actually got an email and it was mm-hmm. I, I've, I've been to a bunch of Stanford University games, men's and women's, and I love that that um, campus. Uh, just uh, Maples Pavilion is an awesome marine. Yep. So Michaela Brewer. She's a senior, and she's going to be a senior going into for Stanford next year. And she just created a new blog, and the blog is all about how the season coming to such an abrupt end affected her yep. and how she's dealing with it. So what I want to ask you is, 
you know, we were moving and grooving as far as top performance goes. You yeah, know, we just sure. had our first tournament. Your team actually took first place in the first tournament and everything was starting to come together. Yep. And then all of a sudden it was just pause. What are some things that you've been doing mentally to, to help push yourself forward? Yeah, awesome question. I, I know everybody's having their own challenging time throughout this, you know, with the coronavirus yeah. and all that. And for some people, it was like things were just starting to come together and now we have to pause yeah. uh, what we're doing and what we're building. But on the flip end, there's always uh, light uh, to dark si to situations that we view as dark. And right. right now it's just about being able to put things on pause and focus on yourself and what you're doing and being able to, you know, expand yourself in other areas. Uh, you know, as far as reading more, we're expanding your knowledge and, um, doing other things that you normally wouldn't have the time to do sure. uh, and develop and that's what i've been focusing on just been adjusting my mindset it was difficult at first and yeah. i'm sure it is for a lot of people but sure. you know yeah, yeah. But, but no, I, I totally agree. I mean, I think I think you can you can definitely have a whole different outlook on how to handle things moving forward that, you know, sometimes we get so caught up into situations that we don't we don't see the whole picture. And now mm -hmm. this is forcing everybody to take down the blinders. You know, I was telling a partner of mine the other day, I was like, man. We're in a world right now where title just doesn't matter. It doesn't matter who you are because everybody's right. the same, you know, because right. can't, can't nobody get, get their, their movements, you know, their grind going forward because we're just yeah. all in this together. And I think that's got to be humbling to a lot of people that, you know, you can strip that whatever aura or persona off of them. And, you know, maybe we can all just realize that that once you take away this money or whatever the situation is, then there, there's not too much different. Uh, between us so yep. facts. last thing we're going to leave everybody with is of course we were talking about the amazing instagram that you have going on all the great things that you're teaching all the 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 videos that the kids are submitting that you're putting up what are do, do we do we maybe want to give the kids something to to work on maybe they can they can submit and and then after you answer this i'm gonna give you you know since we're gonna close out the show i want to give you however much time you need to be able to talk about whatever you like yeah for sure uh as far as the instagram goes follow us at top performance basketball um we there's some recent footage of players doing at-home workouts they're killing it I uh, love the work ethic that they're putting in. As far as some new challenges, I just dropped one on my trainer uh, profile, which is at the trainer underscore JD. Mm -hmm. um, and it's a freestyle Friday challenge. And you kind of just freestyle, have fun with it, show off your ball handling. Um, I'm going to attempt and do my best to do a Tootsie Slide challenge. Nope. Um, yeah, we'll see how that goes, man. We'll see how that goes. Okay. But do the best I can with that. I think it'll be fun. I think the kids will have fun watching it and maybe trying it for themselves. What's, what's the um, Tootsie Slide? You know the new song with Drake, Tootsie Slide? Oh, nah, I haven't even peeped left, it. Okay. Left foot up, okay. right foot slide. There yeah, it now is. That's, yeah, I saw the professor doing that. Uh, you know who the professor is yes, from yeah, M1? from M1, of course. Yeah. Yeah, so he did a really cool one, man. A really cool, cool one. And he, uh, he even moonwalks in it. He oh, shuffles in shoot. it with the ball. So he's doing all this with ball handling. 
so he's doing the dance with volume like so i'm gonna see if i can do you know something even remotely close to that let's see if the kids want to try it too about to to see coach jarris get his dance on Uh uh-oh do my best man (laughs) (laughs) so so that's what's up man so anything Mm -hmm. else that you want to say before we we go ahead and say see you later Nah, man, I appreciate you for having me on, Uh, you know, for everybody listening that's, you know, going through this tough time right now. Keep your head up. Uh, We're almost through it. We're doing a good thing. Um, And, you know, just when we get back into all this, we'll we'll be better people and more grounded uh, by going through this process. But, yeah, I appreciate you having me on. This was a lot of fun. And and just for everybody listening out there, Coach Jarris really is the truth. This brother got game beyond game, and he's a great human being. So even if you don't live in the Tri-Valley area and you're not able to come and join the top performance program, that's the beauty of social networking and the Internet and Zoom cameras and all these things is it can keep keep us connected no matter where we are. So definitely still stay in tune because this brother can really help you take your game to the next level, and we appreciate him so much. And I really do appreciate you coming on today, man. Yeah, no problem. I appreciate you, man. I appreciate all that and all that you do as well. Right on, right on. Cool. So everybody out there in the Bay Area and beyond, really appreciate you tuning in to this episode of The Patch Bay. Look forward to bringing you more and enjoy your day and please be safe. See you later, everyone. <laughs>